listening to the Fantasy Alarm DFS NBA podcast with host John Pimba and James Grandey. What's going on, everybody? John and Pemba, James Grande, bringing you the DFS Alarm NBA DFS podcast. Recording here Thursday evening for Friday's seven-game main slate. James, uh, we're recording at night, and we're already getting some injury news for Friday's main slate. Notably, Malcolm Brogdon has been ruled out. Anthony Davis considered probable. LeBron James, questionable. Uh, Nikola Jokic, questionable. Some big names here on this slate. So it'll be an interesting one on Friday to see how the rest of this injury news shakes out. Yeah, I wonder if the real or fake Luka Doncic is going to play on Friday too, because the fake one is playing Thursday. Are we sure that Maxi Kleba didn't put on Luka's <laughs> jersey and Luka didn't put on Maxi Kleba's jersey tonight? We are not. We are absolutely not sure. That could absolutely be the case. But all I know is I'm never fading Maxi Kleba again. Ever. Never in my life. Play Maxi Kleba at all costs. Well, you're in luck because the Dallas Mavericks are indeed on Friday's slate. We have to worry about Chris Asporzingis again. Did not play tonight due to the back problem that forced him out of the game there on Tuesday. Right, Tuesday? Yeah, Tuesday sounds right. So I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens with this matchup. And if uh, if he is out, they didn't start Kleba. They started Reggie Bullock. Kleba came in the game and just went absolute nutty. And we're recording here. Uh, they've just completed the third quarter. Uh, he has nine points, nine boards, two assists, five blocks, and a steal at $3,200. And he only got a slight price bump on DraftKings. What do we see? 35? 33. He's 33. $100. Way off. Even only $100 more. So the thing is, he's going to be ridiculous chalk probably following tonight's performance if if Chris Stapps is out. But uh, chalk, you're going to have to play. But James, that's that's what we got going on, at least for some of the injuries we'll go across. Do we have any game totals available to us right now? Yeah, three. Toronto, Orlando, in Toronto, Orlando getting seven and a half. It's a 211. So disgustingness there. And then Kings Pelicans, we have Pelicans one and a half point dogs at home against the Kings. I find that interesting. But 219 and a half, pretty solid total there. And then the third total we have is the best on the at, at current moment. Clippers traveling to Portland, getting two and a half points and a 224 and a half spread. So uh, those are the three games we have currently. The Heater, six point favorites, no total. Lakers nine point favorites no total with LeBron questionable Davis probable so lots of lots to still unpack in in Vegas. Yep. All right, let's jump it off here. Point guard spot. Uh, we mentioned already uh, Lucas here on a back to back, but it's a back to back in Denver, which is generally one of the tougher back to backs you're gonna have to deal with, even with Nikola Jokic potentially for Denver here. Maybe not the most ideal situation. He's eleven thousand dollars. You have Russell Westbrook potentially no LeBron James again at ninety seven. You have James Harden James. Let me tell you this. Over the last handful of seasons, Harden has led the league in free throw attempts. This past year, they made that change in how they want to call the contact rule. And since then, Harden, in terms of his free throw attempts, hasn't attempted more than four in a single game this season. So maybe he, more than anybody, being impacted by the change of the contact rule, shooting the basketball. He's 9600 and Dame Lillard, $9,300. That caps your 9K and above tier on DraftKings. Yeah, I definitely think... There is some merit to the Harden discussion because it's been a hot topic, I think, throughout basketball to start the year. I also do believe Harden, where he's talking about he didn't really have the conditioning. He just, he was injured, he had surgery, and he just rehabbed all offseason, didn't get in basketball shape. So I do think he's kind of playing through things. He's not a 
35% shooter. I think everyone can agree there. I do think he's going to get less foul calls and get to the line less, but he's not going to shoot 35% from the floor. That's that's absurd. So we're going to see the production begin to creep up, except it doesn't necessarily matter for, for me personally. I'm not going to play him. Neither. I just think it's wild to see the drastic drop in free throw attempts. I mean, you're right. You're, you're spot on. It It is pretty crazy. For me, if Porzingis is out, I'm definitely willing to go back to Luka. Uh, I know it's crazy. Uh, it sounds crazy. But there's no Porzingis coming in tonight. Luka was averaging 1.6 fantasy points per minute without him. And it's something that we've seen in years past. That's not unfamiliar, crazy numbers. So possibly no Jokic you know, would be better for Luka's driving prowess, too. Obviously, if there's no LeBron, we're firing up Westbrook. And I think Dame is a great tournament play in a really good game environment. I mentioned it to you. People talking crap on Twitter. Dame loves Twitter. Loves motivation. Loves things to get him fired up. I think that's why he went searching for his name and and found the the, the tweets about him. So I'm definitely on the Dame train. And what's his price on FanDuel? Because it was 82, right? Last late. He is... Where is Damian Lillard? Did I pass him? He's 8,400, John. I was say, he, what's Westbrook while you're there? Because he also is in the 90, 94. All right, so, so they didn't they, they didn't make that mistake again. They, they they changed that one pretty quick. Yep. So if there's no LeBron, Westbrook's a lock and load. I'm willing to go back to Luka. Probably staying away from Harden. Although, no Malcolm Brogdon. I don't know if that changes anything for you. And I'm definitely willing to go to Dame, but tournament's only for now. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. The Lillard one, obviously a little worrisome because they just had this matchup and the Clippers absolutely blew them out 116-86. He only got, you know, 28 minutes out of Dame in that one and he struggled in that game. But you got to think they're going to play him a little bit tougher. Let's go around. One would certainly imagine. Next tier below, again, more interesting spots here. You have De'Aaron Fox at 84 against the Pelicans. Devontae Graham defense. I think this is a a really great spot for Fox. You know, he got off to that hot start. It's kind of leveled off a little bit there, but I know we're expecting great things out of him, and this is a really good matchup for him. And then I know what we're doing with LaMelo Ball. He gets this matchup against Miami. 24 minutes the other day against Orlando. We talked about this already. The only game he played more than 30 minutes was against Boston. What is going on in the world of LaMelo Ball right now? I don't know, and... Playing them against Miami is not the place to to try to figure it out, right? So I think this is another fade for me. And I, I don't. We were as high on Lamelo as anyone. He was the cover of our cheat sheet. So I'm definitely more inclined to play Fox at this price tier. Not too much interest going up against this Miami defense at all. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's just kind of a polarizing name. So I wanted to at least mention him because mm-hmm. I'm with you there. It's hard, kind of hard to to trust the production that we're getting out of him at this moment. If we go down further, Kyle Lowry did play the other day. He's, he's considered probable. He's 7,100. It's the cheapest tag we've seen on him. I know we've been kind of iffy on on how we want to approach him. Shooting-wise, he's been terrible. But he's had t- nine assists, eight assists the last two games. Against Charlotte, we know how bad defensively they are. But if the shot drops, so you could be looking at 40, 40 fantasy points out of him. If you're looking in this tier of 7K and below, where does Lowry rank and what else are we looking at? I think he's fine. Charlotte's a bottom 10 defense in the league, so I think you can attack them with some Miami guys. Cole Anthony has been tremendous. Do I love it? No. Toronto's been good defensively, and they've been playing at a very slow pace. The game total is terrible, but 66, 33, 40 DraftKings points the last three games. and The Cole Anthony boom games come when he shoots the ball well. He's doing a little bit of everything he needs volume to be efficient uh, or to just, I mean, he's just a volume scorer. But when he's efficient, 
he has these boom games. So if you think he could do that against Toronto, that's fine. Reggie Jackson keeps shooting. Nothing slowing Reggie Jackson down. I think he's fine for cash games. Yeah, great price games at 61. So Yeah, it's it's a nice price, 6100 And honestly, Devontae Graham. NAW was talking about it today, how he, today being Thursday, how he wishes he wants Devontae Graham to give him some some of this luck that he's had because he's hitting all these crazy threes, sidewinding shots and whatnot. But Devontae Graham keeps churning out good performances. 40 was his biggest of the year. Four of the five, he's gone for 30 fantasy points. And as long as Zion Williamson's off the floor, John, your boy's going to keep chucking it up there. And, and we all know you love Devontae Graham quite a bit. So in a matchup against... De'Aaron Fox, I think of this whole tier, Devontae Graham probably stands out the most. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, we, all I talked about last year was eventually he's going to hit the shots, right? He was so bad shooting the basketball. And before this last game, 5 for 10, he was 1 for 10 and 1 for 6 from 3. So he, he goes through these spurts of, of, of poor shooting. But when he hits, you have ceiling games. Yeah, If you can trust them, 21 actual and 3 of the last 4 is encouraging. And this is that matchup against Sacramento that we love to attack. So I'm with you there at 6K. I think there's a really great value. Under 6K, I still guys like Ricky Rubio coming off the bench, still playing a lot of minutes there. It is the Lakers there defensively. They, they struggle. TJ McConnell, Malcolm Brogdon's already ruled out. You have to assume McConnell's moving into that starting lineup. We're not getting a value out of McConnell here, unfortunately. But anywhere. You know, anywhere. anywhere. But we know the upside he can bring to the table as a starter. Yeah, and the matchup, right? It's a good matchup against Brooklyn. It's going to probably see Harden defensively because why wouldn't you put Harden on him? I think that would probably be their best option to put him on the guy who's not going to really shoot that much. But yeah, I think McConnell's fine. 55, 57 on FanDuel and 20 bucks on Yahoo. I I have some interest. I The problem is if there's no Porzingis, we're probably going to Jalen Brunson at 48. Patty Mills you could take a shot on. I mean, didn't shoot the ball well, but still played 31 minutes in his last time out. And then Jokic goes down and we see Monty Morris play 35 minutes and put up 28 fantasy points. So I think there's some solid value that may keep me off McConnell, but he's probably he's probably a good safe cash game play. Yeah, I mean, this is the first game we've seen Monty really take off. So sure. interesting to see if it was just matchup that he kind of came out on or if it's something to... He's finally getting in his rhythm because you mentioned the value in that group. Morris is 43. Patty Mills is 44. Jalen Brunson's 48. Those are guys that we've liked to play. Ish Smith, somebody that I've been talking a lot about lately with no Rozier, 24, 23, and 21 minutes, $3,800. They dropped him in price. I, I actually like Ish. And if we think this is going to be a blowout against Miami, potentially, we know how Miami you know has played against teams. You know, Ish could get some of that some of that extra run there. So I'm cool with Ish at 38. Anthony Simmons, tell me what you think about this kid. The last three games, and really all season long, 19, 24, 18, 29 fantasy points out of him. Norman Powell not going to play, right? So Simons, uh, Simmons may be a guy to look at here. So Norm is questionable, I believe. Yeah, I got I, questionable with the knee, yeah. So maybe con- contingent there. But he's had contingents because it's a 10 p.m. game, but I hear you. It's, yeah, it is a tough contingent. I mean, he had 14 actual in the first half last night, but, or on, yeah, on Wednesday, before it was a blowout, he had 14 actual. So it's not like he's just doing this when it's been blowouts. I know that you're going to look at the box score and be like, well, he's played in four blowouts, dot, dot, dot. Well, 
go beyond that and and look at the go to popcorn machine and see how he's doing. So yeah, I think he's I think he's someone we can play at 3800. John, did you see Goran did not play for Toronto yeah. the other day? So just just interesting. Uh, I hope I hope one day they give Malachi Flynn that run. Not not that it matters for us on Friday slate, but I I don't know why Malachi Flynn's played five minutes this year. <laughs> it is kind of weird after the year that they had last season, basically carrying them for a while to not at all see any sort of playing time. Is it worth mentioning Wanamaker, do you think? 20 minutes, 20 fantasy points, 3,500. I mean, again, just throwing them out there because of no Brogdon. I might be more inclined to play Rondo if if Rondo were to play and LeBron wasn't. If LeBron didn't play and Rondo played because Rondo's was questionable, I'd be more inclined to play him than Wanamaker, but I get it. I get it. I get it. Uh, shooting guard, Fred VanVleet, after some, yes, some really rough turning it around now, back-to-back 50 fantasy point games. The problem is he's up to 8,100. It's, it's yeah. Orlando, though. It's Cole Anthony. It's, it's it's the matchup we want. Is it the matchup you're paying for? I think we can because he just has the ball in his hands 24-7 for this team. It's it's the This whole offense is funneling through VanVleet and Ananobi. So I don't think there's – until he's 85 and above, I think the price tag is fair. Because he's given up, I mean, he's given us 50. So in back to back, so even at 81, we're still getting upside from Van Vliet. So um, sure, I, I would pay 81. I don't think a lot of people will, but I, I would. If you're not looking to pay up for him at 81, easy pivot to CJ McCollum at 79. Yep. Easy, so easy. He's so safe. He's not producing. He's so what? safe. He's not producing. Yeah. I feel if we went back and listened to our pods from what the first month of last year. They would sound eerily, eerily similar to what we're saying right now. Right. I mean, I think actually McCollum is more expensive on Fanduel. Do you saw that opening? That was the case the other day. He is, who? He is eighty seven hundred on Fanduel, and Lillard's eighty four. Who do you play on Fanduel then? Because you're, you're. I mean, I think, I think it's an easier decision on DraftKings where McCollum's under eight K and Lillard's over nine K. Three hundred dollar difference on Fanduel. Who do you play? Give that to me again one time. McCollum is 87, mm-hmm. and Lillard is 84 on Fanduel. I mean, he's he's just out he's outperforming him. I almost feel like you have to go McCollum, right? Save three hundred dollars to get ten less fantasy points, five less fantasy points, right? If I need the savings, sure, play Lillard. But I feel right now the way it's going, it's it's McCollum, right? I mean, what McCollum is giving you that Dame isn't is the, the defensive numbers. Yeah. Look at the blocks and steals that you're getting out of CJ McCollum to go along with his 20 points and everything else. That's what that's what's propelling his overall fantasy production right there. He's averaging two steals a game. He's giving you at least a block in every game this year. Yeah, CJ for me is where I'm looking, where I'm leaning. I guess I, I would say at 87, I probably. I mean, if wouldn't. you can show show the stats, you yes, McCollum yeah. every time. It's probably something that I would do in cash only at 8,700. I mean, right. He needs, he needs, he needs almost 45. Yeah. yeah. He needs 40, what? 43 fancy points to, um, for five X. So and we, and we actually had this discussion the other day, right? These days, realistically five X isn't enough. You need right. six, seven. Yeah. Minimum, minimum, you know? minimum. Yeah. So 79, I feel we can get that six, seven X 87. He has to be perfect. To get us there. Yeah, I agree with you. So just, just my take. 
Just my take there. We're okay. It's actually kind of a big price drop in terms of guys that I am interested in on DraftKings. Any NAW 67, Tyler Hero, I still think, even coming off the bench, the price is, is a little crazy for me. So it's tough. But if you think, if you're trying to play game theory a little bit, right? If this is a blowout, he gets 30 minutes, he can go off against this Charlotte team. So yeah, I think it could be a low owned uh, tournament play. Tyler Hero at $6,600. I love Colin Sexton at 65. This is a guy that just scores the basketball and you finally got him to hit his shots. You know, he struggled shooting early uh, and he's bounced back in that last game against the Clippers. Um, it was a blowout for them, but he played 38 minutes. He had 39 fantasy points. I think I think he's still in a really strong, really strong spot there. And, and after that, it kind of dips down again. Duarte maybe at 55 is the next one I take a look at. Yeah, I mean, I think to your point, with Colin Sexton, Lakers have been a terrible defensive unit this year. They're 25th in defensive rating. We know they're, I mean, they're two and three, 25th in defensive rating. They have a minus three and a half net rating because they're giving up more points than they're scoring. I mean, everything points to attacking the Lakers. So I'm with you on Sexton. And I don't really know where to go after that. You said it's probably Duarte because they're going to need to fill the void left by Malcolm Brogdon. And they're filling the void with TJ McConnell and Brad Wanamaker, not exactly two guys that are going to come in and looking for their shot. So it's definitely Duarte. I know Bledsoe's been bad the last two games, Sean, and I know you wanted to play him, and he probably bit you in the butt, but Yeah, I mean, blowouts. I think it's a of that blowout. I mean, he had 20, almost 24 fantasy points in 22 minutes against Portland last time, but then he still only played 27 minutes in the blowout against Cleveland. Yeah, he hasn't been great per se. But I think if those games were any more competitive, it, it would probably have help him a little bit. But shooting the shooting the ball wise, I'm obviously concerned. 27, 25, right. 28% the last three games. Right, right. Um, he's given you all the other numbers, which is where it kind of holds a little water there. So. Right. Well, it's just we don't have, like you said, it's Van Vliet McCollum. And then I think there's a massive drop off to Sexton, yeah, I think NAW still is going to warrant some some roster ship, even though he sucked last game. I think Hero goes under own because he's 6600 coming off the bench, and then it's and then it's a dip. Maybe Buddy Heald revenge if you want to go there. Bruce um, Brown. Oh, definitely. I mean, I was just kind of making my way down. I think it's Kennard maybe. Bruce Brown, yeah. Marcus Morris already ruled out, so yep. Terrence Mann. I think is a GPP play. We've seen good. We've seen bad. We've seen good. We've seen so man in GPPs. Malik Monk, if LeBron's ruled out, he's going to start. Kennard, tournaments only again because we saw what happens. But he played 33 minutes. Very encouraging, right? 33 minutes for Luke Kennard is, whoa. That didn't happen very often. It hasn't happened since his Detroit days. And then Bruce Brown, I think, is. It's funny that they traded for Kennard and then basically said, we're not going to use you. (laughs) Yeah, isn't literally the polar opposite of what I pictured happening but i mean whatever we they obviously know more than us we're just two guys doing a dfs podcast Uh, (laughs) you picked the wrong game for cody martin but he's been good every other game any thoughts on this one 3600 okay no he he, had 30 fantasy points taking three shots against orlando that's fair i think that there's something to so lamello had two early fouls in that game and then cody martin checks in hits two quick threes and then off to the races we are 30 fantasy points like it's fine, but also we'll be able to find 200 for Bruce Brown. I feel way more comfortable playing Bruce Brown. I feel way more comfortable playing Monk at 4K if there's no LeBron. So we'll have both those options because if LeBron plays, you just pivot to Brown off Monk. 
And then if LeBron doesn't play, you have your option between Brown or Monk, or if you want to play them both as two of your value options. So I don't think we need to go Cody, but if Rozier's out and they take a step back, if you think that Ubre's last game deters Charlotte from playing him more than maybe you play Cody Martin. It's just for me, I don't think I'm going to go there. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Uh, let's go to a small forward. I mean, Kevin Durant, Paul George, top of the list. Yep. I, I I really like Durant in this spot against the Pacers. Not to take anything away from PG-13 in a great spot against Portland. I mean, he was on his way to crash, to crush, if not for that blow out there. I think either or, you probably can't go wrong. You probably can't go wrong. You probably, I think you probably lean Durant. But then again, Portland... I mean, we don't have the total for that game, right? It still hasn't updated. Let's check DK Sportsbook. Okay, so we do have a total now. Pacers, Nets, 223.5. Brooklyn's giving eight at home. What spot do you feel more comfortable in? Do you think the Pacers can stay competitive with I mean, Brooklyn hasn't been as good as we thought they would be. So They haven't been that good. And I now, not having Brogdon obviously kind of kills them a bit because that he was playing so well. So they got to figure out a way to replace that production. And, you know, McConnell, but he's not that guy. And Duarte's a rookie. He needs to step up. I don't know where else the scoring comes from, unless it comes from the two bigs. We know Sabonis, but does Miles Turner step up for a big game here? Someone else has to score the basketball, or else they're going to be in trouble, I think, in this spot. So maybe we do lean George. Or maybe this is a situation where I think we've talked about a ton of value. You can play both. But if LeBron doesn't play, then it's, okay, there's a conundrum because you're playing Westbrook. Yeah. who's gone crazy in, in each game, 64, 59 fantasy points. And you probably want to look at Anthony Davis, who's only 9,500. If you if you had to lean one way or the other between Paul George and Kevin Durant, because not everyone's going to play crappy value, who would you lean at this moment? This is our first look, everyone. Things may change. John's on the playbook, so things may change. But if you had to pick just one for Friday's slate right now, who would it be? I know you don't want to pick one, but... It, probably George. He's $800 less on Fandle, just so you know. Yeah, probably George. $800 less on Fandle, $6 less on on Yahoo. And I think worth noting, especially on those sites, Paul George, John, 2284. That's his steal totals the last four games. He had 33 fantasy points last game in a blowout, only scoring 12 actual. And then he had 44. Yeah, he had a double-double against Cleveland in that blowout, too. I mean... Yeah. So I I think that there's definitely I think it's probably a closer discussion for me on DraftKings and I probably lean Durant but I actually probably lean George on Fandle and Yahoo. How did he end up with zero rebounds in twenty? Zero rebounds, zero rebounds. I don't know. <laughs> and he has and he has double figures in all the other 11, games. Eleven zero. It's an anomaly. It's just one of those anomaly games where he has eight steals because he didn't need to rebound. He just had eight steals. <laughs> the next year is interesting. I mean, listen, we've talked a lot about Jimmy Butler and like when to play him and how to play him and. What matchup you want to play him in? He had 55 and 52 in two of the last three. Those are big wins against Brooklyn and Orlando. Charlotte is not a good defensive team. And, and we talked a lot about you have to target Charlotte at the wings because Gordon Hayward's there and not a good defender. So Jimmy Butler's at 87. Brandon Ingram has been one of our favorite players of the year. Up, Priced up more, 8,700, but gets Sacramento. You talked about Harrison Barnes maybe being a little bit too expensive, but he keeps falling out. Miles Bridges. Now, it's a tough matchup against Miami, but, I mean, this guy has been unbelievable. 30, 32, 25, 31 actual the last four. 46, 53, 45, 41 fantasy points. I, I, I mean, this is these guys are playing out of their minds. 
And I know you just want to play OG against Orlando. Pretty much yes to all of it. Butler, it's you can play. Like the hard- Two of these guys are going to just break the slate, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it could definitely be Butler against Charlotte. What As bad as Charlotte's defense is, they're actually a pretty good team. They've actually been pretty good. I mean, they're 4-1 and one as of going into Friday's slate. They're just scoring. They're in high-paced games. They're currently, in terms of pace, they're fourth. So we get a great pace-up spot for Butler because Miami, John, by no surprise, is 18th. So a big pace-up spot. So Butler, we obviously Ingram against Sacramento. Probably more of a cash game play, right? Super safe. He's super safe, but cash game play at 87. Harry B, I mean, as much as I don't like the price, he's proving it. He's proving himself worthy of it. Same with Miles Bridges, but uh, you're right. I I mean, I'm just going to play OG because I wanted to check the Orlando turnover rate because if they're up there, they're 26. So. They're turning the ball over the fifth most in, in basketball right now. Yeah, OG's going to have another four steals this game. So, yeah, I'm going to play. And look at, look at the shot attempts. The shot attempts are crazy. He contributes everywhere, and he has five steal upside. I don't see downside to playing OG while he's still, for whatever reason, under 7K when he shouldn't be. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And, I mean, his own teammate, again, multi-position eligibility, Scotty Barnes has been fantastic as well. He's not giving the same defensive numbers, but I mean, giving everything else, 40 fantasy points the other night, he gave you 45 against Boston, 6,100. I mean, he was actually, he's been pretty popular as well on these slates. If you want to play them both, I think they're both viable options here. How dare you skip Michael Porter Jr.? Just how? Well, I mean, I know you want to remember, but Will Barton's right there. I know, I'll play him. Well, do you think there's so I definitely I'm with you on Scotty Barnes. I don't want to just poop because I do I do think he's very viable. Do you think there's merit to playing either of these guys? I mean, I definitely think there's merit to playing Barton without Jokic. Do you think there's merit to playing Porter if Jokic sits? There should be. And he took 18 shots. He said he just shot 27% from the field and three of eleven from three. So I mean he gave you two steals, he gave you nine rebounds, he just didn't give you points. If he gives you points if he hits if he shoots 50% from the floor instead of 27, <laughs> you're, looking at, you're looking at like 45 fantasy points. So, yeah, I think it's possible. I mean, he's got to go up against the defensive stalwart that is Maxi Kleber tomorrow. <laughs> Six blocks for Maxi right now. I mean, good luck to the supporter with that with that lockdown there, but maybe. I'm just saying. No, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying. 200, he's got this 45 fantasy points. This is the craziest slate of the year for sure. Yeah, I mean, look. I think Bar. I think the Nuggets, considering it's gonna, considering we're they're gonna get the Dallas Mavs on a second leg of a back to back. I think we're gonna Nuggets are gonna be firmly in play, especially if Jokic is in there. So much opportunity because Jokic commands so much that offense. So I, I just think it's worth mentioning. I, everyone knows I'm a Michael Porter stand at this point, but in all seriousness, it's the 18 shots were obviously a positive thing. You said. The peripheral stats were obviously a positive, and then no Jokic, it's, it could only get better from there. I mean, the 18 shots came directly correlated to Jokic leaving that game at half. So just worth mentioning, I think him and Barton become instantly 300 times better plays if Jokic does sit. At 5K, Gary Trent's been playing 35 minutes a night. Thoughts on yeah. him against Orlando? Yeah, I think both the next two names on the DraftKings list playing against each other are probably in play. I know Franz, Franz was so frustrating yesterday. Very frustrating. He had 20 at half and finished with 22. So I think he's a 
I think he's someone that we can use in in cash at 49, and I think Trent is better in tournaments. Yeah, I'm with you there. I think that's fine. Let's see. Anybody else that's jumping down this list for nothing, mm-hmm. really? I mean, Terrence Ross at 44, he's been playing a little bit better. Get a little revenge game, too, if you for the six years ago when he was on a Raptors team. Nazir Little, Batum started and played. Yeah, played Batum. Well. I was going to say Batum started, and he's 4K. I don't think we can expect him to ever take 14 shots again, but if that does happen, then we, we, have, a, we have a chance. But I think it's literally him i was gonna say nasir little but no would jeremy lamb be too cute without malcolm brogdon i was so i was gonna ask you that shooting guard but i i asked myself that same question and i thought so but because brogdon left that game after 22 minutes and lamb still only played 16 minutes right plus potential return of karis levert so um, that would really just put the nail in the coffin if I got I got nobody else here. Nope, it's power forward. Anthony Davis probable. Ninety five hundred against Cleveland gets that front court Mobley and and Jared Allen. Yeah, who are proving to be pretty good defensively. They're tall. So they are t- they are very tall. Like I think we I think you can do it. I think it's probably going to be popular. But Davis ninety five without LeBron or Sabonis in a better matchup without Brogdon. And Davis still has to compete with Westbrook flying in for rebounds. Sabonis is not dealing with anybody. It's just Sabonis. We already know Miles Turner has two fouls tonight and is in foul trouble already. So I'd probably play Sabonis at 94. I don't think we're ever going to see a scenario where he takes four shots in a game again. Yeah, I agree with you. I I think that is highly, highly unlikely as well. Sabonis, Andy Davis, we talked about Ingram. Do, 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 do. Everybody with multi-position eligibility, the problem is we talk about all of them So already. So you have Mobley at 68. I mean, Wendell Carter's at 59. He's been playing pretty well. He had 40 fantasy points the other night, 20 and 10 in 33 minutes. I don't know. Anybody? I mean, that's Aaron Gordon, I guess. I'll, I'll let you. I'll give Whoa. it to you. I'll give it to you. I know you wanted it. He's, I mean, it's not. Again, it's just. It, it's a good. Dallas front court is pretty bad. I guess it's probably dependent on Zinger, but if there's no Jokic, I mean, Gordon was really good last game on the glass. He was really good offensively. He just got in foul trouble late in that game. So I'm I'm willing to go back to the well. He's 5K on DraftKings. He is, what's he on Fandle? I can't even find him. 5K on Fandle. And he's 15 bucks on Yahoo. And that's where you're going on Yahoo for sure. Batum's eleven dollars, so you could probably—he's a power forward on Yahoo. So yeah, I mean, I just hate—so oh, frustrating. He's just not good. He—he sh- he should be better for what he is athletically, but he's just—you know—not even a steal and a block per game. You just give me something. Give me something defensively, guy. But yeah, five K is and he's gonna be out there. He's gonna be popular, I guess. You're gonna have to gonna have to at least consider it, I guess. Melo's at forty eight. I think you can go back to him. Why would you need to when you can just play Maxi Kleba for thirty three? Yes. Right. Maxi Kleba thirty three. I'm yep. just I mean Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean so yeah. Yeah, no, 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 no. He's good. Max Kleba's good. Joe Michael Green, Jeff Green. Thoughts? Nah. Okay. I mean, Marvel like, start, right? Yeah, I guess if Jermichael, I'd probably be happier if Jermichael Green played, but if one of them, whoever the starter is, if whoever the starter is, if Jokic sits, 
All right, center position here. Uh, Jokic obviously 10-7. Dallas, if he plays, you oh, yeah. definitely want him. Oh yeah. This is the primo primo matchup. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does have to deal with Maxi Kleba, but I guess it'll be okay. <laughs> tough tough assignment for anybody. Tough assignment. <laughs> uh, what's our guy Jonas Valanciunas's price tag on Fanduel? He is $8,200 on Fanduel. He is 8500 now on, on DraftKings. I mean, Rashawn Holmes, Sacramento, this is a lot of good stuff that we want here. But it's just the upside sort. I mean, he's shown us he can give us 50 and 60 fantasy points. So that's upside at 85. But if he gets you 43, he's just giving you value. So where do you do you, do you play Valanciunas at this price tag? Or do you look for somewhere else down below? He's probably... I mean, you can, but he's obviously not as appealing at 85 as he's been. I think, I think on Yahoo where he's 34 dollars, I think that's a great price tag for him. You mentioned Mo Bamba. Yeah, Bamba and Carter. Both yeah, they've have- been. Yeah, they. I think he's 6600. Jared Allen's 62 against a weird Lakers front court. Precious is 53. Rashawn Holmes, the only problem is the foul trouble, right? He's had, already fouled out of a game. He has a five fouls in another game. He did only pick up two fouls against Aiton, and Aiton went for 20 and 20. Any thoughts? Do you think that he could stay out of foul trouble against Val- Valanciunas, or there's just no chance? <laughs> like he, he fouled it against Gobert, fouls out against Gobert. He got, State. got Townsend foul out of the game. I, I know. Mean. I know. And Holmes is just so handy. He's just... Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it's doable. The price is just so the price is crazy because he has four or three double doubles, four straight games of double digit rebounds, has a blocker more in every game, has an assist in every game, and he's fifty eight hundred, averaging thirty five fantasy points. It's if you, I don't know, man. If you're playing multiple lineups, I really don't think it's a bad idea because. You're going to be spending up potentially at small forward. You're going to potentially be spending up at point guard. You need to find cheap upside somewhere. 5,800 is just too cheap for what Rashawn Holmes can bring to the table. 5,800 for him or 5,400 for foul happy Miles Turner? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're probably playing Holmes. Game environment, probably. I mean, I, w- I just don't get where the minutes are going for Turner. 22 minutes without any fouls against the Toronto <laughs> Raptors. I mean, the dude goes for 64 fantasy points. He goes for 40 and 10. And then the next three games, he plays 16, 14, 22 minutes, 11, 13, 24 fantasy points. What happened to Miles Turner? So, yeah, I don't think you can go there. I think Holmes, I still precious. I know he doesn't do a lot for you. You talked about this, but, I mean, hey, he got us our block and steal the other day. You know, he just didn't give us the double-double. The, that we were hoping to come with it, but he was on the floor. He took nine shots, which is encouraging. But it's it's Toronto, it's Orlando's front court, Bamba and Carter. We know they're both kind of foul happy. Uh, yeah, he's fifty three hundred, so may, so maybe you take a you take a quick peek in that direction. I don't know. Quick peek, quick peek. I, I think fifty three is a good price. I think fifty one is fine. I think he's probably a cash game play. Nothing more. At this point, or he's a last roster spot piece. I have 5,300. I'm playing. I'm playing this guy. Yeah, I don't really have anybody else. I mean, listen, we talked about Kleber already as a center. I mean, 3,300. If you wanted to plug him in as a center, you could and spend elsewhere and not worry about the position. Is there anybody else that sticks out to you here? 
No, I think it would, I just think it's going to depend on Porzingis. If if Porzingis doesn't play, we're going to play Maxi Kleba. I think Dwight Powell had a, had actually a pretty decent game. Twenty five minutes. No, you can avoid Dwight Powell. Just if I mean, it, don't get cute. We're playing. I know I know Kleba is not going to have six blocks and and steal again. But if there's no Porzingis, just eat, that's a chalk you're going to eat because we only need seventeen fantasy points for for value. I agree with you on that one. Right. Any final words here as we wrap up the seven-game podcast? No, John, on the playbook tomorrow, heading into the weekend. John, John had a big weekend. NBA playbook Friday, NFL playbook Saturday. It's a big weekend. This is this is in Pemba's weekend, so give him a shout. Show him some love on social. He's going to be dominating the uh, Fantasy Alarm, DFS Alarm uh, airwaves for the rest of the weekend. It is, yeah. It's going to be a busy weekend for all of us, but we're going to dominate. We're going to crush. We're going to win. That wraps up the seven-game podcast we're here to catch james and i on twitter we're always in the discord answering your questions so good luck everybody and we will catch you next time